0: Welcome back to My Spouse Made Me Watch It. My name is Katie, a spouse.
1: And I'm Justin.
0: Also a spouse.
1: And Guinness is with us.
0: Oh yes, Guinness is here and his donut.
1: And as always, this is the show where we take movies that one of us likes and make the other person watch it for the first time. So this is the first time one of us has seen the show, uh, seen the movie. And, Katie, what are we watching today?
0: Today we are watching Now and Then.
1: Now and Then. Not to be confused with Now and Later, which I accidentally looked up on IMDb, and it is a completely different movie. Also, a fun, chewy candy. Not to be confused with either of those. Anyway, we take the movie. In this case, it's going to be Now and Then. And uh, Katie is going to ask for my predictions on what... The movie is going to be like i'm going to read an imdb review and we're going to discuss whether or not i think i'll like it after we make our predictions we go watch the movie you can just listen straight through or you can pause it and listen along and then we see how our predictions were and what we thought about the movie after so, Justin, I uh, was perusing the
0: interwebs at the end of the month, as I typically do, uh, to read all of the new titles coming to our various streaming platforms. And one stuck out to me as one that we needed to do on this podcast. Okay. And that movie is Now and Then. And the reason I thought we should do it is because it is basically the girl stand by me.
1: So why does that mean we should do it? We've already done Stand By Me.
0: We haven't done the Girls Stand By Me. <laughs> You're sounding like one of the sexist reviews. The girls can't get a Stand By Me.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds good. I don't know how to do my predictions if it's like the odd couple with two women instead of the odd couple with two men i imagine it will I be quite like similar
0: that should make it easier to do the predictions that's what i mean
1: <laughs> that's what i mean it's like doing predictions of a movie that they remade it's like i bet it will well you can have make the predictions, same story
0: how it'll be similar okay. how it will be different
1: is that where we want to go predictions
0: uh, well, first we got. What do we know? Got to go to what do we know? So, have you ever heard of this movie before?
1: No, and I immediately forgot the title and tried to search for now and later, and, and found
0: the erotic journey of a young Venezuelan woman with a disgraced banker. Yes. What leads to a banker being <laughs> disgraced?
1: Apparently, it takes a lot. <laughs> uh.
0: All right, so never, never seen, never heard. All right, I'm going to show you then the cover of this movie.
1: Okay. So a favorite at a, activity at a of glance, mine. A far away with me blurring my vision. It looks kind of like The Sandlot.
0: Okay. It Definitely
1: looks like a '90s movie.
0: Absolutely, they all had that same that, cover. That's
1: such a '90s cover. The, it's like, like
0: cloud background.
1: Yeah, cloud background, <laughs> and then them standing in front. Of the background.
0: Mm-hmm. Yellow text.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so, let's see who is in this. Christina Ricci, Thora Birch. Where is she from? Who is she? Uh,
0: you probably would recognize her from um, Hocus Pocus.
1: Mm, okay, maybe. Uh... Gabby Hoffman doesn't ring a bell.
0: That was the one who I was, when I was telling you about Volcano, <laughs> she was the one who was in Volcano.
1: Oh. Uh, Ashley, what's that say? Aston Moores? Doesn't. Yeah,
0: she's definitely ring the like least bell. well known of the girls. I don't recognize her from anything else other than this.
1: I'm not sure who Melanie Griffith is.
0: Okay, we'll just keep going past who that. Who is she? <laughs> uh she was like in the generation like what generation are we even now so like the generation prior she was part of like the generation of rom-com stars that also had like the likes of like meg ryan
1: i know who meg
0: ryan is she's basically meg ryan (laughs) (laughs) so we got discount meg ryan discount meg I don't know if that's fair to Melanie Griffith. She's in a uh, working girl. Let the
1: river run. I have not seen that. Oh, I mean,
0: put it on the list. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Um, now the two besides Christine, <laughs> Christine, Christina Ricci, um, the only other two people that I recognize by name me moore mm-hmm. and rosie o'donnell
0: are you a fan of the donnell
1: not really <laughs> trying to think of
0: is anybody
1: <laughs> i know i was like is there anything i feel like in the 90s everybody loved her and then like fairly quickly everybody disliked her
0: everybody became disenchanted yeah everybody was Donald. like ah
1: rosie o'donnell and then it was like was she on the view? I don't actually while? care about Rosie O'Donnell. I think so. Mm. And then of course she was Rita Wilson. I don't
0: know who that is either. Me
1: neither. Um, I do recognize. Okay, so who who is that? I recognize her face.
0: That's Rita Wilson.
1: That one's Rita Wilson next to Rosie O'Donnell. There.
0: Yeah, the adult woman. Yeah, yeah, that's Rita
1: Wilson. She plays the mom in uh jingle all the way so you do know rita wilson
0: your beloved film jingle all the way i do
1: love jingle all the way with your
0: boy what's his name
1: arnold schwarzenegger
0: no the young boy isn't there a young boy in that
1: yeah i forget his name
0: that one's not your boy no No. i'll be home for christmas that's the one that has your boy taylor thomas taylor thomas that's Uh, your boy never mind
1: yeah i wanted to be jonathan taylor thomas when i was a kid
0: is that why you had that haircut
1: probably yes yeah 100 <laughs> the like
0: very the bold, blonde bowl cut, cut.
1: <laughs> um so obviously there's Demi, right the person underneath right there that's thora birch that's thora birch okay i've seen her before like In hocus her, pocus th- she's very young but she looks very familiar uh the other people don't look as familiar and then you get to Christina Ricci and it's like ooh, Adams family. <laughs> like instantly it's just like she is so spot on as Wednesday Adams Wednesday Adams yeah. that like I feel like you can't see her in anything else without thinking about the Adams family. That's fair. Um okay, so uh what do you think? <laughs> okay. So here's what I'm going to do. We have four guys in the cast, right? We've got Sliders, uh, we got Will Wheaton, we got... uh, We've
0: got Sliders.
1: Yeah, who is Sliders? What was his name?
0: I can't remember what his name is, but he's the guy from Kangaroo Jack. Yeah,
1: and he's heavy. He glowed up.
0: He, he... Look at you! You learned! I did. You can speak like the youth. <laughs> he glowed up, yeah. What is that guy's name? Oh, man, that guy who wrote that Sliders review. It's gonna be very upset. Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell!
1: <laughs> so we've got Jerry O'Connell, Rosie O'Donnell, Oh! Oh, the reverse glow-up when Christina Ricci oh, no.
0: turns into Rosie O'Donnell.
1: Uh... no I was so I'm trying to figure out which characters is which yeah I got you okay but
0: I was just saying like
1: if Christina Jerry
0: O'Connell got hotter when he got older yeah and if Christina Ricci grew up to look like Rosie O'Donnell that would be like a reverse glow up I
1: thought you were just saying Rosie O'Donnell by herself like in the way that her popularity collapsed (laughs) reverse glowed up
0: that too (laughs) I mean if you were young and looked like Christina Ricci and then grew up to look like Rosie O'Donnell, you might wonder what happened
1: there. Her chin's too pointy. She doesn't have the bone structure to be able to pull off a Rosie O'Donnell.
0: Already criticizing the casting.
1: Is that who it's supposed to be? Like, that's her as an adult?
0: Oh, did I give that away? Yes. Sorry.
1: (laughs) Oh, so these are the adult versions of themselves? Yes. That's different than the original. Man, you just... ruined I'm all of my predictions i thought you got that <laughs> no i totally didn't get that so girl on the left to demi moore
0: yeah that's gabby hoffman of um, volcano
1: and then so this is this is a good example of like anytime you forget that are demi moore and ashton kutcher still a thing
0: i don't think so maybe any I don't
1: know. anytime i remember that they, they were like going out then i have to remind myself that Demi Moore was like a full on adult in the mid 90s. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah, she was like 30 there. And, and Ashton Kutcher, Ashton was, Kutcher like was like a 10. Toddler. Yeah, so that's kind of Woody Alleny. That's
0: an, an important <laughs> comment for the Times. Women can also be Woody Alleny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's right. Um, okay, so you just blew my mind here. Okay christina ricci is (laughs) rosie o'donnell (laughs) i'm glad you said something because uh now i see that it's like four and four Uh
0: were you wondering why all these grown women were embracing
1: i was thinking rosie o'donnell was going to be the Kiefer sutherland character
0: oh (laughs) (laughs)
1: like teen bully (laughs) yes middle-aged rosie o'donnell as teen bully (laughs) the like older than everybody else maybe she's playing down she's playing in her 20s (laughs) Um, could rosie
0: o'donnell ever play in her 20s
1: and then i had no i one of them was the mom and then the (laughs) two other ones one of them was the person that owned the junkyard (laughs) Rita Wilson owned the junkyard. And Demi Moore owned the shop that they stopped in for snacks. <laughs> <laughs> so that was going to be my prediction. And but Melanie now... Griffith
0: was the body.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So now that we have that settled. <laughs> okay um <laughs>
0: all right so let, let's go through like the character archetypes of the boys that's I was gonna so say. that we don't have to
1: if there's the four boys i'll get
0: confused if we keep referring to them by their actor names
1: okay what, I don't what, know what are the character names? names i don't remember the character names
0: <laughs> can i use your so phone?
1: there's the point of now nah, it's okay we can so there's the point of view character that was yeah. will wheaton
0: okay there gordy. was gordy is, is his name gordy gordy i think
1: gordy yeah that sounds right then there was a
0: yes i remember because i asked you which of these boys are you Mm -hmm. and you're like i'm a (laughs) gordy
1: then there's rivers phoenix right
0: that's not mouth right from the goonies he's the other one like tough
1: kid he's a tough kid the leader yeah the like best friend pair Mm -hmm. with gordy but like of a different uh stripe in the world
0: yeah He's he's walking on a, a different side of the tracks then.
1: Yeah. Um. And then there's Jerry O'Connell.
0: Jerry O'Connell.
1: And then there's the Spaz Kid. Yeah. Mouth. Mouth. With the half ear, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so now, who do I think these? What would
0: you characterize the Jerry O'Connell character as? Just out of curiosity.
1: Uh. He's like the... The doughy the, friend. Yeah, the doughy... <laughs> the soft friend. The doughy, like, sensitive friend. Now, who do I think...
0: I feel like this is very much, like, your high school friend group.
1: Which? <laughs> Who's my Rivers Phoenix? Christian?
0: No, Christian is the Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> he wasn't chunky. He, he's never he's, been chunky. He's, he's had
1: six-packs. But he's
0: the sensitive, six pack like... Six-pack in junior high. <laughs> and then uh max is the spaz he's the the mouth character with the partial ear
1: it's true wait so who's my river's phoenix
0: i guess it's nathan <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's from the other side of the tracks judaism Jude- <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: oh man okay so which pairs so Am I safe in assuming that, they're, that they line up in character types? Like, that they line up to a character?
0: There, there's definitely similarities, yes.
1: Okay. So, girl on the left. My left? The left of the photo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess it's whoever's looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> okay gotcha gabby hoffman
1: um yeah so her her and demi are the rivers phoenix character she looks they both look moody enough
0: they look moody and tough
1: yeah um but they might cry in the woods i feel like in the 90s before like chris everybody knew christina ricci looked weird which is why she was always cast in like specific kids type roles Mm -hmm. where she played a weird kid yeah um but i also think that there was like a thing in the 90s of like also recognizing that christina ricci was like a much better actor than most of the other kids kids (laughs) so i think that she's playing the will wheaton character okay so that leaves the other two which one's the spaz which one's the Dowie. um man christina ricci growing up to be rosie o'donnell <laughs> i mean that might be the spaz she might have to be the spaz um then i'm saying middle right is jerry o'connell okay and then middle left what's her name thora birch mm-hmm. she is
0: so you're moving thora to the gordy And Christina Ricci is the spaz?
1: Yeah. And Christina Ricci almost looks like she's wearing dog tags. I can't quite see it. So I guess I'm going to do Christina Ricci as the spaz. Okay. And.
0: I think Christina Ricci may have also gone to NOM. (laughs) Maybe. Like the spaz character.
1: (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So those are my. All right.
0: (laughs) All right. 20 to, minutes in to recap for the audience justin's I'm, I'm prediction i have to chop
1: it up to let you do the recap
0: <laughs> justin's prediction is that thora birch will be the gordy point of view character uh gabby hoffman is the the, the tough rivers phoenix um ashley aston moore is going to be the Jerry O'Connell, our doughy-sensitive friend, and Christina Ricci is mouth, the sort of uh, spazzy friend.
1: I just feel like, looking at that cover, it is just so unfair to Christina Ricci. (laughs) Everybody else is a plausible growing-up scenario. There's no scenario where Christina Ricci's, like, kind of scary skeletal body (laughs) becomes rosie Rosie o'donnell O'Donnell.
0: (laughs) are you thinking about like the day when they showed up on set for like the read-through and all the girls got introduced to the older version of themselves and christina ricci (laughs) every other one
1: believable
0: i think so too i think they did a good job actually with With all the other the other ones i agree Yeah, but it's like, Christina Ricci, like, what have you been through that you turned into Rosie O'Donnell?
1: (laughs) And your head got differently shaped in a (laughs) larger way.
0: I think it was just because it was the 90s. They're like, we gotta fit Rosie in here. That's true. We gotta get her in.
1: The 90s was more interested in, like, the star power than what made sense. Look how thin Christina Ricci's hair is. Like, nothing about her, like says Rosie Leodonnel. O'Donnell. It's like the opposite on every category. All right, so if you were recasting
0: this, who do you think would be a reasonable adult Christina Ricci
1: in the 90s? In
0: the 90s. Oh. Gosh. Who,
1: who the what's her name that played uh the played Trinity in uh oh, The yeah. Matrix. Yeah. I could tell
0: see that they
1: got the same like Uh super skinny like kind of too skinny like worried about them skinny Uh um
0: i could also see like an ashley judd being an older christina ricci how old was ashley judd in the 90s
1: i feel like she's she would have been one of the children (laughs) she would
0: let's look up how old ashley judd is she
1: probably would have been like 15
0: i bet she's older than that she's 51 now okay so she would have been
1: like, twenty three. Okay. Yeah. But I feel like t- depending on what their age they're going for for the rest of that cast, that's, that's fair. It feels like uh, they might need somebody that's a decade older. That's true.
0: Who did you say again? What's what's that actor? Sorry, I knew what, who you were talking about. The I don't Trinity, remember. But, I didn't know who the... but
1: she plays Trinity four years later in real time, so she. And she definitely could have been in her thirties, like, or played in her thirties. Carrie
0: Ann Moss. Yes, I could definitely see this. There we go. Yeah, this would have been a good. They have like the same, almost like bird-like.
1: Faces. Yes. momo-y Very momo-y Maybe that's what's so scary about Momo.
0: that it kind of looks like Christina Ricci? It kind of
1: looks like Christina Ricci. Or
0: is that what's so scary about Christina Ricci? (laughs) She kind of looks like Momo.
1: I like it better the other way around. (laughs) If you're listening to this and you don't know what we're talking about, do not go look at what we're talking about. Uh, Also, no, we did not not record this. No, no, no. I do not want to see it. Okay. You can look. Do not show me. (laughs) I am done. I never want to see it again.
0: It's more horrifying than I remembered.
1: Don't show me. I'm not
0: gonna show it to you. It was definitely though more more disturbing than I remembered.
1: This isn't so if in case you're wondering, this is August of 2019. This isn't dirt we just were making a reference. This isn't being released, like, several months later. I mean, it might be. But this isn't, like... We're,
0: we're already in
1: a post-Momo world. Yeah, nobody has talked about Momo in ages, except for me, who still is haunted by the, the imagery. It uh. is
0: very disturbing.
1: And if you don't know, it's just, like, a sculpted art piece that somebody made in Japan as a representation of like one of the spirit things uh and it's like this weird bird-faced human that is like
0: bears a passing resemblance to christina ricci (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah and it's just kind of terrifying um and then and then if you're really out of the loop there was a whole like community of moms on facebook concerned that this was like going to kill their children and stuff so all of that was was (laughs) fake but this is a real art piece long
0: like satanic panic yes in
1: (laughs) yeah all of that was fake and non-existent and people making stuff up out of fear um, that never happened but uh it is a real like art piece yeah and it was made to be unsettling and it is
0: i remember how scared all my school children were
1: they thought about momo momo was going to kill them
0: they did and i was
1: like stop listening to your parents i was like children
0: (laughs) you live in america (laughs) like You don't got to worry about Momo.
1: You got to worry about guns.
0: got to worry about guns, kids.
1: (laughs) Momo's not coming for you.
0: Worry about your weird white nationalist next door neighbor. (laughs) Not Momo. Uh, uh,
1: Anyway. This gets more and more depressing. It does. Okay.
0: All right. Oh, man. We were talking about who would be a reasonable older version
1: so why don't you ask me more (laughs) predictions
0: all right so justin all right what are your predictions for this movie beyond the sort of one-to-one character do you think it's gonna follow a similar plot line yeah you think it's gonna take have a similar setting
1: so i think it will follow a similar plot line i don't think it will be set as far in the past maybe set in like the 80s okay um where i think the previous one was set in like the 50s right Uh, i think it was in the 60s 60s. i don't think they'll be set in the 60s maybe i'll be wrong okay um i think that they will walk on train tracks okay those the train scene will happen
0: you think there will be a train scene
1: yeah, where they're walking down the train tracks, and okay. then they have to like escape the oncoming train. Okay, uh, I I assume because it, if you're making a female version of Stand By Me,
0: it wasn't intended to be a female version of Stand By Me.
1: Interesting. It just okay. ended
0: up feeling like a female version of Stand By Me.
1: Oh, I feel like you completely misrepresented this. <laughs> I thought this was basically a remake of Stand by Me with women actors.
0: No, this isn't like 2018 Ghostbusters. It's <laughs> Okay.
1: Shoot. Then I don't know if anything that I, I don't know if there's going to be a dead body. I don't know if there's going to be train tracks. This is a completely <laughs> different story. Now I don't know. There's no Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> you don't know that? I don't know. How am I supposed to make one-to-one guesses?
0: I didn't say make one-to-one guesses. You were the one who was like, "I'm coming in here. I have no I don't even get to have any fun predictions." And now It's cuz you told me it's it's the female Stand by Me. It is the female Stand by Me, but that doesn't mean it's a remake.
1: Hi. <laughs> okay.
0: All right, I told you it was a female Stand by Me because that was a big critical critique <laughs> that was a big critique of it from the critics so it wasn't like the movie wasn't setting out to in be a like a bad
1: way or a good way
0: a bad way because they're like this is just stand by me with girls <laughs> but like the movie itself wasn't like we're stand by me with girls okay if that
1: <laughs> just like volcano wasn't like we're dante's peak with in la what's her name with gabby hoffman yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now, then it was like we're staying by me with gabby hoffman yeah (laughs) okay uh yeah it's
1: more similar
0: to (laughs) that i guess
1: well uh i don't know if i have any more predictions then
0: okay well what genre of movie do you think this is going to
1: be like a family like targeted towards like kids and adults at the same time drama like well, in October Sky. Is that the one where the, like, bottle
0: rocket team?
1: Yeah. It's Jake Jake Gyllenhaal's first, like, big movie. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, it feeling like a girl stand by me still holds, if that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yes, but you t- <laughs> the problem was, I said what we were watching, you said now and later, I said, what? I did not
0: say now and later. <laughs> now and then. I said now and then. <laughs> Uh, That's the erotic journey of one Venezuelan
1: woman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I said, what's that about? And you said, it's the female Stand By Me. I
0: said, it's basically the female version of Stand By Me. I did not say it was Ghostbusters 2018. I'm just saying. All right. What, I expect, what genre was Stand By Me? I expected, DJ?
1: I expected Stephen King... To pull a Neil Simon and just go...
0: Oh, that w- comment makes
1: a lot more sense now that you made pre-recording. Right. Yeah, you didn't get <laughs> catch that? To just go and write... Just girl find and version. <laughs> yeah. All the names. Search F, change name. <laughs> exactly. That's an odd couple reference for, <laughs> for those of you for listening.
0: Okay, so when I say... Female stand by me it is a female group of friends coming of age adventure as opposed to the male group of friends coming of age adventure
1: hmm so what could they be doing what do girls do
0: <laughs> the question baby j has always had
1: i've been asking this my whole life
0: like a regular jonathan taylor thomas <laughs> is that his name Mm-hmm. Good,
1: I got it. JTT. JTT. Um, I don't know. I have no idea what this. I have no context now. My all of my context has been blown away.
0: You know what coming of
1: age stories have? Oops,
0: I meant to just throw this
1: toy. Yeah, I mean, there'll be some falling out between like. Uh, the will wheaton character and the rivers phoenix character and it will be because they're growing up and not anything that either one of them actually did it's just gonna be like that's growing up kids and there's gonna be an incredible lack of adult supervision and i don't think people
0: supervise their kids in the 60s is
1: it set in the 60s
0: um stand by me was
1: i know i'm making predictions for this movie okay
0: well you said it was gonna be set in the 80s and i still don't think people supervise their kids in the <laughs> 80s <laughs> that's true supervising your kids seems to be a, a fairly new phenomenon
1: um man um
0: well you've seen stranger things what did uh girls in the 80s do
1: eat egos and have superpowers
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, classic 80s female <laughs> childhood
1: <laughs> it will be like summer
0: okay it'll be summer now we're getting somewhere
1: before the school year okay guinness move what sorts of coming Off.
0: of age issues do you think girls have like
1: periods
0: oh you think there's gonna be some period <laughs> action in this
1: I don't know. You're asking me <laughs> what I thought. Yeah. I don't know. That's it. Boobs. Boobs. Okay. Yep. Like getting boobs. Some sort of flash forward, obviously. Unless we got like an it situation. We're halfway through. We just saw old now. <laughs> um. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what else to what else to possibly predict
0: all right do you still think there will be a train
1: no because if they had one that would be like a clear ripoff of what is not a (laughs) movie they're trying to remake
0: maybe that's why the critics were like this is basically stand by me you got a train (laughs) Uh, much like nina garcia and nobody else can have a train once one movie has a train
1: no i think it'll be similar similar but um I'm curious to see what the external force of like trying to find the body mm-hmm. is um cuz that's straight Stephen King right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, if this isn't written by Stephen King, then I'm not sure. Not sure what they're going to what they're going to be trying to do.
0: What will force them out on their adventure? Mm-hmm. All right. How old would you say the girls look in that photo? Like how what age group do you think they're supposed to be?
1: Uh twelve and thirteen.
0: Twelve thirteen. Okay. So what would have forced your sisters at twelve or thirteen to go out on an adventure?
1: They wouldn't. Have. If
0: not finding a body.
1: <laughs> they wouldn't have been allowed. They
0: wouldn't have been allowed. Well, that's because we started supervising supervising our kids in the nineties.
1: I know. It's a shame.
0: It is a shame. That's why we don't supervise Guinness.
1: Guinness, you're playing with a crinkly toy in front of a microphone. You're cute, but nobody can see you.
0: Oh, that's true. Maybe we should put him in the show notes. All right. All right, Justin. All right.
1: Have you brought
0: me an IMDb review?
1: I have. Um. So I thought this one might be relevant okay when's the last time you saw this movie
0: this is definitely the one that we've watched that's gonna be have been the longest since i saw it i don't think i've seen this since i was like 10
1: okay so the title of this review is used to like it okay uh from (laughs) d mills nine And it says, when I was a teen, I loved this film. I thought it was great. I don't know what I was thinking. Although the acting is fine, there are some many off elements here that I can't believe I set through the whole thing. For one thing, I would not let my teenager watch this. Oh, their focus on sex is astounding for a group of four 12-year-olds. This sounds like somebody that doesn't remember being twelve.
0: Twelve, I was gonna say. What else That's... do you focus on when you're twelve? I
1: know. I feel like as soon as you're twelve and like have a vague idea of what sex is, you're like.
0: Once puberty starts, yeah, it's all
1: consuming. Yeah, your your brain is just like wondering what sex is like for the next decade or longer or shorter. It's really up to you. <laughs> but
0: be smart. Um, Make good choices. <laughs> Make good choices. <laughs> Make healthy choices for your body
1: use protection yes this is this is so disturbing to me i assumed that when i was a teen and that was on my mind constantly i was relating to them and their curiosity but that also would have caused me to think of those things even more which is i'm not sure not i'm sure not what any parent wants for their child There are also the regular profane outbursts by one particular child, the fights and more that promote a way of life that is not desirable for children and that I cannot be entertained by them acting out. If you're going to watch this, please leave the kids out of it. You don't want them molded into this cool persona. Cool in quotation marks
0: a very odd review
1: (laughs) Uh uh-huh two out of seven people found this helpful
0: i am very curious because this has been the one that it's been the longest i must have been older than ten. maybe i was like 12 or so
1: rated pg-13 for adolescent sex discussions (laughs) parents guide sex and nudity mild (laughs) (laughs) so maybe like a single nipple (laughs) maybe or like just like children level talking about sex not super bad like r-rated comedy oh yeah
0: definitely not
1: talking about sex
0: yes no i definitely remember. nowhere near like i'm not even sure i would rate this (laughs) pg-30
1: no well it is it's pg-30
0: i know it is but like this woman is making it seem like this is the other one was r right uh yes yeah that's interesting a
1: little bit different yep so maybe uh, the profane outbursts aren't as profane as they are. in. Yeah. But I think it'll be a... L- so, Did so the
0: rating system get more lax as far as like how many profanities you're allowed?
1: I think, if anything, it's gotten stricter.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Because I... Before we recorded our Stand By Me episode, I like didn't just know off the top of my head what I what it was rated and I would have guessed it was rated PG-13 but it was yeah an R movie
1: Yeah so this does lead me to the prediction similar prediction of what I made during Stand by Me that that it's probably written um in a way where like these children are talking like actual human beings and not what D Mills nine wants yeah 12 year olds to sound <laughs> like when they're talking
0: 12 year olds might talk about sex yeah maybe <laughs> what grade is that like seventh
1: oh yeah that's when y- there's like a guy that mm-hmm. like got kicked out for pulling up porn on the computer at school <laughs> like i yeah. feel
0: like 12 is one of like your peak years of thinking about sex like it goes way up in that <laughs> like 12 16 range and then you, like, start to stabilize and can be functional again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. Yeah, I think it will have that type of element Mm -hmm. to it of honest-speaking children.
0: Okay. Last but not least, Justin, do you think you are going to like this movie?
1: I don't think I'll like it as much as Stand By Mm -hmm. Me. I think that, one, it will be like a slightly worse movie, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe, maybe significantly worse movie. Sam, I mean, it's a pretty good movie. Like Sam I, me I mean, it's a great, movie. I feel like that, that's a movie that from writing, acting story, obviously it's a Stephen King story. Uh, All of that will, will hold up well. Um, My lack of knowledge about this movie having ever existed, uh concerns me <laughs> uh
0: yeah i'm surprised i thought you may have encountered this just because you have so many sisters
1: yeah the fact that it has rosie o'donnell in it is a little concerning
0: it was the 90s
1: um yeah but how many movies has she been in that are good movies that's
0: fair how many movies from can the you nin- name a
1: good movie <laughs> with many, rosie o'donnell in i was it?
0: gonna say how many movies from the 90s are good movies <laughs>
1: Let's see. There was the a kid in King Arthur's court. <laughs> Do you remember that movie? I, I don't. It's about a kid that accidentally travels.
0: <gasps> is he the one who gets in through the book? Maybe. Or is that something different?
1: No. or Maybe maybe you're thinking of uh, The Pagemaster. Oh, I think I'm the thinking Page of The Pagemaster. The with Macaulay Culkin is fantastic. I'm pretty sure I own it on DVD.
0: Popular movies from the 90s. Pulp Fiction, Titanic silence of the lambs
1: those are all great movies what are you talking about
0: (laughs) oh matrix was from the 90s
1: yeah 99 all right rosie o'donnell
0: schindler's list came out in the 90s
1: (gasps) yeah oh yeah rosie o'donnell here we go she was in tarzan and in the flintstones
0: oh i was like who's she in tarzan she's a little monkey
1: and sleepless in seattle but not
0: the Sandra Bullock character. Sandra Bullock.
1: <laughs> um, oh, A League of Their Own that might be
0: her best film, <laughs> her best work.
1: Seven point two on IMDb. But <laughs> Sleepless in Seattle, six point eight. Yeah, it's probably her best. Flintstones, Harriet the Spy. Do you remember? Oh, Har- I do remember Harriet that. the Spy. That seems like a movie that Kid Katie would have really liked. <laughs> few episodes of spin city will and grace nip tuck wow not a whole lot i guess she's she started going on the view but like her imdb page like it once it gets into the 2000s just Mm -hmm. really just dries right up (laughs) it's just like guest spot guest spot guest spot um yeah so i don't think I don't anticipate falling in love with this movie. And I don't think it's geared towards me. <laughs> so that's <laughs> another aspect of it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I remember, I don't remember exactly how old I was when I watched this movie. I must have been closer to 12, actually. But I remember my older cousin, Sarah, being the one who showed me this movie. So felt very... It like intensified the coming of age movie feeling, so yep. I'm I'm very interested to revisit it as an adult and see
1: how it holds <laughs> how up. How it
0: holds up. <laughs> All
1: right. Well, I hope it holds up well for you.
0: Uh, I don't think I'll have the same complaints as D Mills, but I just be might be really disturbed by Rosie O'Connell. Being O'Donnell. There. O'Donnell. Yeah, you're mixing Jerry I O'Connell. O'Connell and Rosie O'Donnell.
1: You know, if Rosie O'Donnell got married to Jerry O'Connell, then if she wanted to change her name,
0: be very easy. It'd be a pretty easy switch. Or they could do like a hyphenation. <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell, O'Donnell O'Connell. Hyphen O'Connell.
1: <laughs> could you just like shorten the hyphen and just do like Rosie O. O'd O'd O'Connell. O' O'Connell
0: oh i gotcha got what you're doing there
1: rosie o d connell rosie o d connell
0: don't hurt yourself baby (laughs) j (laughs) (laughs)
1: all
0: right we are going to go watch the movie now and then if you would like to watch along with us if you are watching in the month of august uh it is this probably won't come out in august it might still be streaming on netflix by the time this comes (laughs) out (laughs) If not, rent it from (laughs) iTunes.
1: Or if you want, uh, just keep listening right through. All right, we are back. We have
0: just watched Now and Then. Justin, would you like to give a synopsis for the listeners at home in case they didn't watch along?
1: Yes. So, Now and Then is a story about four girls and the summer that they got their treehouse. And over that summer, they also tried to figure out how a boy in the graveyard died. (laughs) How did I do? Pretty good. You think that's a fair summary?
0: I think that's a fair summary of uh... (laughs) a... of now and then
1: so if you didn't listen along now you're all caught up
0: now you know exactly
1: what the movie's about it was billed from the cover art as being a story of where they are at now and where they were then then And luckily for our sakes, because they were much more interesting in the then universe (laughs) than in the now, that uh, all of the adults were only in the movie for like a combined 12 minutes split between the very beginning and the very end of the film. So it was like actually a story about when they were young.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Sort of bookended by their their present mm-hmm. selves. So, how did this movie compare to your expectations based on me telling you that it was basically the Girl Stand by Me? Do you do you agree that it is a a female centric Stand by Me?
1: Yeah, I think it's similar. There was a train. <laughs> there, there was literally a shot with a train <laughs> B-roll in it. B roll of a train. <laughs> um Yeah, I think I think it felt in a similar genre as like those the goonies of just like young young kids having adventures during the summer. Mm-hmm. Oh, and if you hear squeaking in the background, that is Guinness, the third chair in this podcast. Producer Guinness.
0: I think he's more of a, like, audio engineer.
1: So I think overall it fits into the similar category and mold, but it wasn't... As good of a movie
0: as Stand By Me.
1: Yeah, and like... Significantly worse film. Like the, the 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 stakes are lower mm-hmm. in the film. Whereas in Stand By Me they are finding a dead body mm-hmm. to return it to its family and being threatened under force of death. I don't are
0: they finding it to return it to its family
1: and receive the glory for yes. that. Yes.
0: <laughs> they want those that body finding accolades.
1: Yeah. So that's that's how I think it kind of compares to stand by me. Mm-hmm.
0: How about your uh character sort of associations?
1: Yeah, it, there wasn't a s- direct analog between the two movies as I had been led to believe. <laughs> but I feel I feel
0: like the character still kind of match up.
1: um like i would say in hindsight there's i guess demi moore's character as a child i can't remember any of their names or the actors names but so demi moore's character in the part of the story where she's a child
0: where she's played by gabby hoffman
1: there we go uh I guess that would be like the Will Wheaton character. Yeah,
0: that's definitely the Gordy character who's like I'm a writer and I'm the one telling the story. Something
1: about Demi Moore's like voiceover in those parts felt a lot more contrived or like corny. Like it didn't Yeah, I think it didn't I didn't she didn't strike me as being as successful of a writer.
0: Yeah, <laughs> does it ever it never really alludes to what kind of writer Gordy is? Does it?
1: I think it's semi, like Stephen King. Mm,
0: okay,
1: that's my interpretation. Interpretation.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say because they like explicitly set her up as like a science Sci-fi. fiction writer, <laughs> which is,
1: and she's writing in this like Gonzo journalistic like this is my experience.
0: Yeah, I think looking back at, like, Stand By Me, it seems like there's a lot less of of the, like, um, the voiceover narration. Throughout. Throughout in in Stand By Me, though, it seems more just, like, straightforward of, like, this is what was happening at this point, and there isn't that sort of, like editorializing Mm -hmm. on your own past until like the very end of the movie
1: yeah as he's reflecting on like where they all ended up and Uh uh-huh
0: whereas the demi moore character is like editorializing on the past Mm -hmm. the entire time and it's a little grating not i'm not a fan
1: did it bother you when you were a 12 year old
0: it didn't bother me when I was a twelve-year-old, but <laughs> now watching it as an adult, yeah, like, I'm just like like it. Especially bothered me in the scene at the end where uh, the character Samantha, as a child, is like talking to Crazy Pete in the cemetery, and Crazy Pete gives her the like advice to like not let the fear of bad things happening like make you hide from life and Mm -hmm. older Demi Moore has the like voiceover of like, I didn't understand it then. I'm like, crazy P was pretty clear (laughs) about like what he wanted you to do Demi Moore and the lesson he wanted to teach you (laughs) and chain smoker Demi Moore Uh, is like, Oh, I didn't get it as a, as a 12 year old, but now I do.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, and then that, that I found maddening where she like, then immediately, editorialized on her editorializing to then tell her friends in the now section
0: yeah at the very end
1: like oh this thing that just happened 30 seconds ago in the movie i never told you guys but this is what crazy pete said it was like
0: and i haven't applied that like very big moment to my tw- of my 12-year-old self with Crazy Pete to any of the rest of my life until, until this moment.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That seems like if I had run into Crazy Pete in the cemetery and he had given me some words of wisdom, I think I would have thought about it a little bit more. It would have crossed my mind more. I would have been like, you know, what was Crazy Pete telling me to do?
1: Maybe I should consider that.
0: Maybe I should consider that.
1: Yeah, I think... um if if we want to kind of move on to yeah. our notes for the yes. movie,
0: especially considering how very different hers and Crazy Pete's trauma is,
1: yes, like
0: Demi Moore is salty because her parents got divorced when she was a child. Crazy Pete's family was brutally murdered <laughs> while he was at a bar. Yeah, and that's what's haunting him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> The definitely two different uh, experiences in life. <laughs> um, I think some things that haven't aged well in my notes for the movie yeah. is uh, <laughs> that there was one non-white person in the whole movie, <laughs> and he and he was the driver of the limousine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah.
1: I was like, oh, 90s. 90s, yep. Uh, yeah. That...
0: Especially, like, considering that it was set in the 70s, like... Yeah. That's a time, like, it was post-Civil rights for the most part, but we hadn't hit the, like, cultural backlash of the 80s. Like, one of mm-hmm. those girls could have been black.
1: Totally. Or just, like, any of the people in the town could have been like a different race than White. That's true.
0: Except if the only other character besides the limo driver, if they had picked the witch to be,
1: then I would be like, oh no. Well, I'm just saying in the in the background, yeah. in the restaurant, like
0: in the neighborhood. In the neighborhood. In the game of uh what is that game called? I was gonna say Red Robin, but that's not what that name is what that game is called
1: red rover red rover thank yes. you yes
0: i was like red robin that's not right yeah that's, all the children's playing
1: <laughs> the other th- part that made me feel uncomfortable was when they had like the naked children swimming and running around yeah um it was like showing uh it was
0: too many butt cheeks for you
1: yeah it's a lot of children's butt cheeks in this movie um You, everybody has butt cheeks. Especially in the context of the, like, little girls and being like, I saw his penis and his balls, like, uh, which I guess the IMDb review, that's probably part of what they had a problem with, but it did feel a little uncomfortable, like, (laughs) okay,
0: miss, what was the name of this IMDb (laughs) reviewer? Are you trying to tell me? That if you, as a 12-year-old, hadn't come upon... Okay, maybe this would have been weird when you were, like, a 12-year-old. But if you were a (laughs) 12-year-old in the 70s, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you came upon a gang of the neighborhood girls skinny-dipping in the local pond, you wouldn't sneak a peek.
1: I'm not not saying that. What I am saying is... That i don't know if it's aged well to show that amount of child butt cheeks on film <laughs> the decision to film the children like completely naked like actually being naked on set would probably not happen today that's fair that part is the part that I, i'm saying i don't <laughs> think aged well i mean
0: not in our hollywood <laughs> if maybe a few of our producers and directors were uh
1: d mills that was her d name
0: mills
1: <laughs> so i just uh yeah can't imagine that being quite the same scene yeah in a film made today
0: yeah i'm trying to think of another movie with child butt cheeks
1: like it was funny <laughs> but is is also like like usually in scenes where there's like naked children on set like like it's handled very specifically and carefully and usually they're wearing like nude body suits Mm -hmm. and and it just had the feeling of like all right boys take off your clothes and jump into that river
0: cheeks and stand by me
1: i don't I think remember there were
0: butt cheeks <laughs> i don't know in the when they're running out of the the leech water
1: no because he still got his tidy whiteys on doesn't he
0: oh yeah see it's
1: usually stuff like that so just God, no just yeah, the thought just the thought it was just, it just it just struck me as odd where it's like i don't know if i've ever seen this in a movie and it feels odd yeah <laughs> we're parents. spending far too much time on this. <laughs> on
0: child butt cheeks <laughs>
1: um yeah i don't know did you have anything that stood out to you that you didn't quite remember
0: um i think i actually remembered it fairly well from from childhood like all of the scenes felt familiar there wasn't really anything of like oh i don't remember that uh these kinds of movies are just like such an easy sell for me. Like even
1: kids on bikes.
0: Yeah. Kids on bikes. I just love kids on bikes. Like this stranger things, Goonies, anything kids on bikes, having an adventure is just even like being able to compare this to like a stand by me and being like, this is, not as good of a movie as stand by me i would still give it like a similar watchability rating mm-hmm. because i just love kids on bikes so much like <laughs> i don't know why it like as a person who is not alive then like it just hits such a like a nostalgic note for me of like, Mm -hmm. I just want to be a kid on a bike, (laughs) like going on an adventure in the summer, going to the neighboring town's library to solve a mystery.
1: (laughs) I think um, the other part that would be different or maybe not, maybe somebody in the writer's room or producing room would have or somebody at the studio, would have had a lot of discussions about was when Brendan Fraser, who is also in this movie. Yes. So, peak 90s, Brendan Fraser and Rosie O'Donnell together Mm -hmm. in a movie. But when Brendan Fraser offers the children cigarettes and they all smoke them, like, I guess true to... The Times. The the Times, (laughs) um but I I wonder if that would make its way like there was a lot of smoking choices that was like clearly from the 90s like the view of mm-hmm. smoking in the 90s yeah like Demi Moore's car literally just like, <laughs> She had just smoked it? an entire carton of cigarettes, like, was that, 200 cigarettes? Uh-huh. <laughs> and, it, like, all of the On, buds. On, like, the drive just, to Indiana. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And all of the buds just sitting around in her in her car. Mm-hmm. Um, now, like, looking at that through the lens of now is like, ooh, this is a garbage person. Yeah. Like, this person lives in filth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um,
0: But in the nineties, they're like,
1: "Yeah, this is what people do." Like artsy and brooding,
0: yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Because I know you're a garbage person.
0: Person. (laughs) Um, so you predicted that the Gabby Hoffman character would be the reverse Phoenix equivalent, but it was actually the Christina Ricci character. Did you see that coming, Baby J?
1: yeah i mean as soon as i realized who was telling the story yeah
0: (laughs) i feel pretty good about christina ricci as a female rivers phoenix type they're like tomboy friend
1: yeah i'm trying to think like so what's the name of the pregnant lady
0: uh that's chrissy
1: that's her name chrissy
0: the character's name is Chrissy the yeah. actress so Chrissy
1: like... as a child is obviously the
0: <laughs> Jerry O'Connell the Jerry O'Connell <laughs> character the doughy one
1: <laughs> the doughy one um and and then I guess Thora Birch
0: yeah instead of a spazzy one you get a like
1: eccentric yeah <laughs> but but it's different like um yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess those are the roles they're filling. I guess they do kind of cleanly fill those four slots. Mm-hmm. Um but it felt like like they were different from their standby me mm-hmm. <clears throat> counterparts. Yeah. Like it felt like Rivers Phoenix in the in Stand by Me is more uh disadvantaged from Mm -hmm. his friend group yeah and that's a big driver of like character development for both him and gordy Mm -hmm. and it feels like the spazzy kid is like crazy because his dad beats him yeah you know (laughs) it's like um and so they kind
0: of had like the 70s equivalent like instead of getting beat your parents are just swingers who ignore you absent yeah (laughs) yeah
1: so um, there, there were some differences there, but they kind of uh, played sim- similar roles, mm-hmm. I guess. In like the... I feel like they were, on the whole, like all four of them nicer and more friends together mm-hmm. than the four together and Stand By Me were like actual friends more than childhood friends. Yeah. Where it felt like... Um, like, apart from Rivers, Phoenix, and Gordy, who had, like, a genuine friendship, like, there wasn't the pairing apart from the f- group of four of the other two being, like, you're my best friend. Mm-hmm. Where this one, we had, like, a clear pa- two pairs, or like, two pairs within the group of four that, like, these two are, like, best friends, these two are best friends paired together in a four. Mm-hmm. And then we see that at the end, kind of, where, or we see that on the end caps, where Rosie O'Donnell and the pregnant lady, Mm -hmm. I should write down character names, this (laughs) makes it really hard to talk about the movie. Rosie
0: O'Donnell and Christina Ricci are Roberta.
1: So where Roberta and pregnant lady are... Chrissy. Chrissy are best friends. And like have still stayed in the town. Like they talk, they talk about that earlier on in the movie mm-hmm. of like them being best friends. Yeah. So.
0: I like that pairing too of that closeness because they're more opposite characters, I guess, than because Chrissy is very much the the doughy, like naive. <laughs> One as compared to the the Roberta character, mm-hmm. who's like the in the household of boys, and her mother died very tragically and mm-hmm. terribly. They find out.
1: Yeah, and she she like understands stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's got so. that understanding. So yeah, you did a pretty good job with the. Uh, you did a pretty good job with the predictions with your predictions on that on your like character matchups um some of your things that you thought were gonna happen were boobs that getting w- boobs not getting boobs that spot was spot on spot I on. nailed that you nailed the boobs i
1: don't know if you're allowed to say nailed the boobs <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, you had both ends of the spectrum. You had the Roberta character who was like, ugh, I'm not into these boobs. Right, I'm
1: the first one of my friends getting boobs.
0: (laughs) Gotta tape them down. And then the teeny, the Thor Birch, Melanie Griffith character teeny, who is like spending the summer testing all these different ways (laughs) to fake (laughs) boobs. (laughs) Filling
1: balloons with vanilla pudding and
0: vanilla pudding and just (laughs) just (laughs) testing a variety of stuffing materials Mm -hmm. um period action was another word phrase that you use there wasn't any period action uh but there was a a very awkward sex talk
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) between the mom
0: and the uh, doughy one
1: and the doughy one
0: (laughs) um there wasn't really a falling out. You try and think.
1: No, no, yeah. there there no wasn't no really falling out. Yeah,
0: just friends to the end. Just
1: friends doing friends things. The falling out <laughs> happened to some extent in adulthood, mm-hmm. and they were coming back together.
0: together. All right, going to the adulthood. What were your thoughts on that? On the like including all of them as adults as opposed to just the adult voiceover uh
1: I think it was highly unnecessary uh I thought it was a fine movie without that I think it I could think have been a a cheaper movie probably would have made more money without yeah that because and I, I, I assume be movie more, <laughs> I assume all four of the adults were the four highest paid actors in the movie mm-hmm. and they're barely on screen. Uh, yeah, I didn't think that like them getting together at the end to be there for a wedding or no, a A baby, a baby being born. Um, I was just thinking about the limo and like the comical Rosie O'Donnell, like move over, let me drive this limo. It's like,
0: I'm the town gynecologist.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And also why are they like, so afraid about having the baby just there if the gynecologist is literally in the room with them, which is, like, not... Just have re- that baby. <clears throat> it's, like, not revealed until Rosie O'Donnell is, like, pops her head up from between the legs of the... <laughs> and you're like, oh, uh, is she allowed to be down there? Oh, she's the gynecologist. <laughs> okay. um, Yeah, I just think overall, like, they could have had a stronger movie just... Mm-hmm relying on the child actors yeah
0: i agree and i'm not sure i don't i'm not i i don't even really know why they felt like they needed those adult actors
1: probably to to, to advertise the movie rosie like, o'donnell's <laughs> in this movie
0: like i feel like at the time though like you could have billed christina ricci
1: right and it would have done fine this is post casper
0: this is post casper exactly Yep, had had the first adams family already come out
1: i don't think so i can check check oh no yeah absolutely it did
0: okay so the first adams family casper i feel like they could have carried this had hocus pocus come out
1: hold on i'm double checking so this came out the same year as Casper. Okay. And yes, Hocus Pocus had already come out. Okay. So yeah, they like, had really strongs. They like, had
0: like probably like some of the best known child actors for that time. They could have wrote it and totally use some of the money they saved not having to pay Rosie O'Donnell and Demi Moore and Melanie Griffith to just like buy a few more advertisements
1: now that I know that it's post Adam's family and post Casper maybe Christina Ricci was the highest paid person on the cast
0: (laughs) more than Rosie O'Donnell
1: uh I wouldn't be surprised if Rosie O'Donnell was yeah that's 90s (laughs) <laughs> you gotta
0: have your rosie o'donnell there yeah i think this would have been a better movie if they had just scrapped the whole now mm-hmm. and just done then then yeah just do a straight Call it like then. yep <laughs> just like a straight 70s coming of age mm-hmm. story
1: maybe it was originally conceived that way and the note was we need something to differentiate it between or differentiate it from, like, Stand By Me. And they're like, oh, uh, uh, okay.
0: Okay, and so just then, let's add...
1: <laughs> let's add Rosie O'Donnell.
0: Rosie O'Donnell as your friendly neighborhood O B G Y N.
1: Yeah, I think apart from that, like, I don't know if there's a lot that I would script, Doctor. There... <laughs>
0: Besides writing out Rosie O'Donnell.
1: Yeah, there's not a lot of changes um, to the actual story. I did think that it relied a bit too much on like, convenience. Mm-hmm. Like they happened to find the right article. They happened to find the missing pages of the newspaper in her grandfather's attic
0: i don't think those were the missing pages i think they're just copies of the newspaper because the grandpa keeps all of the newspapers yeah. they weren't like the okay. missing pages from the archives at the library
1: it just it just felt like oh <laughs> they were just other copies like the the grandfather just happens to have this trunk all
0: the newspapers with all the
1: newspapers and an editorial from the grandfather about this exact thing that they're interested in that they just happened upon Uh um so it did feel like there was a little bit of like Mm
0: -hmm. i think it does though try to make that to lampshade that convenience of like that like oh this is like a really small like suburb town thing like all the houses look the same all the kids are like they sort of lampshade the small community in a way that it doesn't bother me too much like which maybe just because i did grow up in a small town like i think there's probably a few old men who have
1: (laughs) every newspaper who have
0: every newspaper going back to
1: (laughs) yeah i guess so It just felt like there was a lot of uh, things like that that were a little bit convenient. Mm -hmm.
0: I wanted to know more about the witch slash waitress.
1: Yeah, apparently being a witch doesn't make ends meet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, oh, let's go to the psychic reading place. And it's like, oh, it's the waitress. So when they were saying she's a witch, it's she owns the psychic just reading studio. She also has the
0: psychic reading studio in town.
1: Slash her house with a neon sign out front.
0: Which is how most psychic reading places are.
1: Yep, But I've never seen them as my waitress also. That's fair. Times are better for psychic readers. All right. Do you want to revisit some of the IMDb review?
0: Yeah, let's go back to the that review by D Mills.
1: So D Mills' main complaint was that she used to like it, but now but now their focus on sex is astounding for a group of four 12-year-olds. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it ended up being exactly kind of what I thought it was, Yeah, you know? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like girls taking a quiz from a Cosmo and like one of them doesn't fully understand and others are giggling about mm-hmm. it so like it was nothing
0: no disturbing by no. any means no <laughs> no seemed very true to being a 12 year old girl
1: like have you ever fresh french kissed anybody yuck and i don't want to get pregnant <laughs> like the uh, other was like, what? Oh yeah (laughs) yeah
0: yeah that seems very (laughs) accurate Mm
1: -hmm. yeah so d mills number nine stop being such a prude Prude.
0: (laughs) (laughs) get yourself a cosmo d mills have you ever heard of a coke float referred to as a black cow
1: no is that what the waitress called it
0: she was like, here's your black cows. And I was like, what is that? And hmm. then it was a Coke float. Interesting. I've heard of purple cows, what's, not black cows. What's a purple cow? It's with grape soda. Grape soda float.
1: Oh, so there's precedent yeah. for it being called a cow. I've never heard it called anything cow. Oh. <laughs> I've never heard it called a Coke float.
0: What did you call it?
1: Well, I've only ever heard of it as a root beer float.
0: But if it has Coke instead of root beer, what would you call it?
1: I... I don't know why a root beer float with I d- Coke. I don't know why anybody would do a root beer float without root beer. <laughs> That's the, that seems confusing to me. I didn't even know such a thing existed.
0: Um, oh yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: there's root beer floats. There's Coke floats. There's purple cows. Purple cows are good. <laughs> did D Mills have any other thoughts?
1: Um, she also did say the regular profane outbursts by one particular child who would you guess that is
0: i think it's referring to the christina ricci character but her profane outbursts are like pretty low what i would consider pretty low level swearing
1: yeah and it's like
0: she was like you got a hell of a right hook
1: It's like her her being harassed about like she said profane outbursts and fighting like her being harassed about like being a girl playing softball and then going and punching the dude in the face. I thought that was great. I thought that was a great moment in the Mm -hmm. in the movie.
0: I like when they like bring up her uh, deceased mother and then the other friends who were trying to stop her from fighting. Mm -hmm. get in on the the action yeah like that's a fun like yeah coming of age movie moment i got your back yeah your friends defending you
1: (laughs) yeah i thought that was good
0: Dee mills what's wrong with you
1: i think she just doesn't get it
0: she doesn't get what it's like to be a kid in the 70s
1: even though she probably was one
0: probably (laughs) (laughs) riding your bike going on an adventure so justin did you like this movie
1: i did I I enjoyed it. I I could see it being one day a fun one to watch with uh with your daughter.
0: Yeah, that's how I I thought about that as well. Cause I when I had seen this movie, like I mentioned, is with like my like older cool cousin mm-hmm. Sarah, and that felt like a very important part of the watching this like coming of age movie. So I thought about it too. I'm like I could see like watching this again with our future spawn.
1: Mm-hmm yeah no i thought that that, that was fun and what? it's it seemed like something a like a 12 year old girl exactly would really enjoy. enjoy
0: yeah i felt like when i saw it originally i was like the exact right <clears order throat> age for it <laughs> so what would you rate this movie
1: <sighs> on
0: an overall scale as a movie
1: we need to start writing down and keeping a master list of all of our ratings so that i can compare
0: mm-hmm. put it on that board that you don't put anything useful on that's true the same stuff has been on that board since we started dating and we're married now
1: have you looked at it look at my whiteboard she's complaining that the same stuff was on my whiteboard
0: that number has been on there
1: but i erased everything else okay but
0: when you first hung that the same stuff on it was on it since we had been dating
1: it's true but it's mainly just that number that i need to remember
0: okay well we can put them on that that's an account
1: number for a student loan
0: that's important
1: i know only a few more payments and then and then i can erase it
0: (laughs) and then we can make that our movie ratings board Mm mm-hmm
1: so I can't remember what I gave Stand by Me, but I feel like it definitely needs to be behind Stand Stand by By Me. Me. Yeah. Um. So, what movies have I seen again?
0: (laughs) We started off with Stand by Me. Stand by Me. Then we went on to Bring It On. Okay. Then we watched Friends with Kids. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh. Then we watched Perks of Being a Wallflower. Okay. And now we've watched Now and Then.
1: Okay. So I think I would rate them in a hierarchy with Stand By Me, Friends With Kids. And I think this is where it gets hard. It
0: gets, I feel like it's tough because I feel like I would put Friends With Kids and Perks of Being a Wallflower on like a similar level of like quality of movie Mm -hmm. general but friends with kids is so much more watchable because perks of being a wallflower is so heavy that it that's like to moves say. it down the scale <laughs> that's what I
1: was going to say if i'm if i'm going off of your watchability rating which but right now i have adopted more and more <laughs> since perks of being a wallflower it,
0: it really i really enjoy because at first you were so staunchly against that these were different things you're like no it is the same thing and i was like no it is not so i really enjoyed you coming around
1: wallflower probably broke it in your mind too
0: probably actually
1: (laughs) it's like wow that was a really good movie
0: i really enjoyed it i don't
1: know if i can ever watch it it again again,
0: because i will cry (laughs)
1: like the way like the ending of it is just like Uh (laughs) what movie did we watch recently that was by the same oh wonder. wonder yes so if you haven't seen wonder and you, but you if you haven't seen wonder or perks of being a wallflower and you don't want to be sad at the end of the movie try wonder same yeah same guy has a lot of the same same
0: like feel good
1: feel, and it touches on the same type of subjects and tries to make you empathize with Every character from their mm-hmm. perspective.
0: Yeah, similar like family you're choosing and finding. Yeah, and yeah, all of that was really friends, good. Yeah,
1: um, but you don't get sad at the end. Yeah, you get happy.
0: There's not trauma <laughs> at the end. Yes, <laughs> just on all the part just of all suddenly the suddenly
1: unloaded on you. Um, it's not
0: just like all the childhood
1: abuse. <laughs> so if if I I'm going to approach this list, I'm gonna. Here's what I'm gonna do. Here's, yes, I feel like I've said something along this lines every episode. I'm gonna <laughs> give it a rating, but then when I order it on the watchability the, the is order, factored in. The yeah, the order is like,
0: how likely are you to rewatch it? Yes. Okay.
1: So it's gonna be Stand by Me, Friends with Kids. Now and then, perks of being a wallflower bring it on.
0: You can't see yourself watching perks of being a wallflower with little pip. No, (laughs) your face right now.
1: No, that's gonna be one she's gonna have to discover on her own or watch with you and cry together. Yeah, no, that's hard. (laughs) That's heavy. I don't wanna share that heaviness. (laughs)
0: you want to keep her in a
1: <laughs> bubble in a bubble <laughs> yep and we'll be wrapping
0: where childhood trauma and rocky our little picture show doesn't
1: exist yes wrapping <laughs> our little pip in bubble wrap mm-hmm. how about Th- bring this it is on? a hypothetical pip
0: yeah there is no pip just currently. FYI. <laughs> anybody wondering <laughs> um, mom bogus if you're listening <laughs> yes <laughs> don't get excited <laughs>
1: How about Bring It On?
0: Yeah. Would you watch Bring It On again with Lil' Pip?
1: If forced to. Okay. Like, this isn't a thing anymore because, I guess, iPads and headphones. <laughs> but, but like, when we were going on, like, road trips to... Oh, and
0: you have to put it in your portable DVD player and...
1: Or TV with VHS built into it.
0: Oh, my goodness. Um... Me and my brothers had um, one of those. Do you remember those, like, headphone splitters?
1: Oh, yeah. I've got one right around here somewhere.
0: Well, we would plug ours into our portable DVD player and uh, (laughs) make Nico (laughs) have it on his lap (laughs) on the drive to Douglas.
1: For the longest time, um, until we upgraded to a DVD player that was, like, a flat screen built-in, dvd player mm-hmm. that would get strapped to the headrest yes
0: uh-huh, we had those later too
1: so uh, so before we upgraded to that we had a like 10 or 12 inch tv vcr combo that we would plug into power and then we would put a suitcase and we would set it in between the drivers <laughs> and passenger seat on a suitcase and that's Where how were we were you would guys watch.
0: driving to when you'd watch that
1: like california or oregon yeah so
0: i always remember that being driving to douglas Yep.
1: so i could definitely see that if 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 for some reason i was in the back of a minivan watching movies on a car ride that being a concession of like sure the next movie can be bring it on on (laughs) i'd probably be like no please let's not watch per- perks of being a Wallflower." let's watch,
0: let's watch perks of being a wallflower
1: <laughs> on our car ride uh, <laughs> on
0: our family road sounds, trip
1: sounds thoroughly depressing <laughs> oh there's guinness
0: now he's outside <laughs> barking up a storm all right so what would guinness! you Guinness!
1: guinness come here baby key ah! baby key
0: All right, so now what would you give it on just, like, a scale of 1 to 10?
1: I will give it a 6. Okay. So give it a 6. Let me see what its IMDb rating is. 6.8. Maybe my 6 is a little low, but it is what it is. It is. (laughs) So overall, though, like, it was enjoyable. Yeah. It was enjoyable. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. I felt like we got some good laughs in together
1: watching. The biggest laugh, though, and this is maybe speaking to some of the problems, is when we're watching and all of a sudden they're riding the bike and there's a hitchhiker, and we're like, he looks kind of like Brendan, Brendan Fraser. It <laughs> was like that is Brendan, Brendan Fraser
0: <laughs> <laughs> in his hardest hitting role. Uh.
1: Uh, vietnam veteran and <laughs> yeah, they're like asking him about what it's like over there and he's like nobody's telling the truth nobody's telling the truth about what it's like over there <laughs> you're like oh geez okay
0: <laughs> okay brendan <laughs> calm down <laughs> take a percocet
1: <laughs> uh go back to hunting mummies
0: <laughs> go back to hunting mummies or was he also
1: uh george of the jungle oh yes he was george of the Jungle. go back to the
0: jungle brendan
1: wasn't he also? Was Not he the jungles of? Now. Was he Encino man?
0: I don't even know what that is.
1: I think that's the one where so like
0: casino without a k.
1: Yeah, Encino.
0: Oh, Encino.
1: I think that's the one where he's. Uh, I think it's Brendan Fraser, where he's like a, a. Uh, oh, what do you call those? Like pre. Pre-human, historic human like he's like a
0: neanderthal
1: yeah he's like a like a frozen neanderthal that gets defrosted <laughs>
0: <Clinton> <laughs> fraser what
1: <laughs> what have you done with your life or um there's airheads did you ever see airheads no that was like a 90s movie that totally did not age well um because and not
0: only because there's only one <laughs> black person in the movie
1: it's a they're a band of their musicians uh-huh. and they want to get their songs played on the radio and the radio won't play their songs. So they spray paint water guns and hold the radio station hostage. Oh
0: my goodness. You can't joke about gun violence anymore.
1: <laughs> um, or there's the one, I think it might have Drew Barrymore too, um, where they like are like growing up in an underground bunker. Oh. Do you remember a movie like that? No, but
0: that sounds intriguing to me.
1: Let me look. I I remember it it had to have come out in the late 90s. Oh, yes. Here we go. (laughs) It's called Blast from the Past. A naive man comes out into the world after spending 35 years in a nuclear fallout shelter. And it's Alicia Silverstone that's. Oh, in
0: it. okay, so it's like Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt.
1: Yes, basically. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Blast from the Past. Yes, that's uh,
0: Brendan Fraser's other that's a an- claim to fame.
1: Another one I remember Brendan Fraser in in the nineties. <laughs> uh, uh, also, Hank Azaria was in this movie, so
0: he was as like a derpy her mom's derpy boyfriend. I.
1: I should have used the the, when I said oh Hank Azaria is in this movie you're like who's that and I was like he's the guy that's like a bunch of characters in the Simpsons and that wasn't very helpful for you to know who it is. He also plays like Phoebe's like boyfriend and Friends.
0: Oh, the one who? Okay, no, yeah, I know who you're yeah. talking about. The one with like the glasses, who's like, what is he? I think he's like a scientist or something. Yeah, something okay. like
1: that. I don't really remember.
0: Yes. I, oh. I won't talk and yawn at the same time. <laughs> yes, I do remember that now.
1: So I figured that might be a point of more contact yeah, for that's you. It's
0: a, a better point of reference. So, all right. Well, before we close out this pod, Justin, I have one more question for you. Yes. At the end of Stand by Me, mm-hmm. I asked you which of the boys you were. Now I ask you, Baby J, are you a Samantha? A Roberta, a Chrissy, or a Teenie?
1: Who did I say I was in Stand By Me? Gordy. I would say that I'm Gordy.
0: You are Gordy.
1: (laughs) I feel like I'm...
0: Or are you the Brendan Fraser? (laughs) (laughs) Or who would you have been as a 12-year-old?
1: Yeah, I I probably would have been Chrissy. Is that what you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm nodding I saw that in agreement. Nod over there. <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad that that just proves I'm being honest.
0: Yep, it does. <laughs> I think you definitely would have been the <laughs> the one's like, Justin, have you ever French kissed somebody? And you're like, No, I don't want to get someone pregnant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> well, like the the demi Moore character the play was samantha 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 uh like there was multiple things that that she did that gordy didn't do like she, she had a very different personality mm-hmm. than gordy and yeah. like the
0: only she, similar thing is being the writer of the group
1: yeah <laughs> like she's super into like trying to 70s
0: era spiritualism yeah
1: (laughs) trying to like speak to the ghosts in the cemetery i totally would be the one that's like uh i'm a little freaked out by this the chrissy and then she also (laughs) climbs down into a storm drain while it's raining hello
0: also as you mentioned that's a terrible idea there could be
1: Clown demons down there, right? Have you seen it? No, because it came out. Stephen King hadn't written it yet, or had he? In the seventies, I think he might have written. He it. might have, maybe. I think maybe the eighties. Either know. or, either you way. still shouldn't go in a storm drain. But it did lead to what I feel like is an obvious statement now, but that's probably why storm drains aren't child size anymore. Yeah too many kids went down there in the 70s getting washed into storm drains
0: (laughs) imagine like not even intentionally climbing down there and then a torrential downpour like strands (laughs) them like you're walking and you just see a kid like (laughs) going down the street (laughs)
1: getting swept into the storm drain into
0: the storm drain (laughs) yep oh man
1: (laughs) so yes i'm chrissy
0: yeah And you probably totally would have been, Chrissy was the keeper of the treehouse money can. It's true. She was the one like dealing out whenever they went to like go get their black cows or visit the neighborhood witch slash psychic. She was the one like, I can't believe we're spending 10 treehouse dollars on this. Great point. That would have been you. I'm
1: glad you brought up the treehouse can because I actually have a huge script doctor note.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to point out that you also have what is essentially an adult treehouse can. As he looks at the can.
1: <laughs> That's just where I put my change. <laughs> Huge script doctor note. Yes. They had this great storyline of like they almost have enough money for the treehouse. At one point they go and visit the treehouse. They we see them doing some work to earn more money for the treehouse. Mm-hmm. They're spending a little bit of the money. They're like uh, worried, like uh oh, like we're spending money for the treehouse to for these other things. Like, are we gonna have enough money for the treehouse? I wanted some sort of tie-in of like them on the journey, following the story. Like, I expected the story to have some sort of monetary reward at the end. That would like have uh, uh-huh. got, made it made it possible for them to get the treehouse. We to get the we tree only house. know that they got the n- enough money to get the treehouse because the treehouse is still there when they're adults. Mm-hmm. Like they obviously get the tree the treehouse, but it doesn't really explain or show the that yeah. final like we accomplished this together. They had to get
0: what was it? They had like a hundred and seven dollars, and it was a hundred and thirty dollars. Yeah, and we only saw them earn. 10 more dollars and that's what they spent on the witch too so
1: and just in case they get that money and psa if you're listening just in case uh you're wondering this is a this is a pet peeve of mine and i would like to take this quick moment to uh steal the microphone katie's faces um 130 or 170 dollars whatever it was in they needed a hundred and thirty
0: dollars to get the tree house
1: that equals roughly eight hundred dollars in today's money so just a reminder that inflation um and wages do not go up proportionally and i don't think the children would be able to save up eight hundred dollars uh, yeah I was over gonna, the summer I was 12 year too. olds save up 800 so yeah not um, just
0: on their own <laughs> not without parents with deep pockets
1: just like just like uh you know a family in the 70s with a stay-at-home mom and uh out of the picture dad can afford to own two cars and a nice house in the nice part in of a town nice
0: development yeah <laughs> in a nice new development uh
1: just like that was possible in the 70s so too was it that like children could scrape together change to buy a tree house so they've been
0: working on it for a while so <laughs> they painted a lot of garage doors
1: yeah just just a reminder that uh wage growth it has been far outpaced by inflation and uh the buying power of one hundred and thirty dollars is about eight hundred dollars today. So it would take
0: us a while to buy that treehouse.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's multiple months of adults saving up. <laughs> so little PSA. <laughs> Katie, wanna take? I, I
0: appreciate it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. Want to take us out?
0: You have to go first.
1: Well, I, I, I was going to let you like start wrapping things up.
0: Okay. Well, that is all for tonight's episode. Thank you so much for joining us again. Follow us on Instagram at myspousemademewatchit. Again, our Instagram handle is myspousemademewatchit. Also, rate and review us on iTunes.
1: Yes. Or wherever you watch. Listen. Or wherever you
0: catch your pods.
1: (laughs) Yes, wherever you catch them. (laughs) Catch them all. Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: what are we watching next time justin
1: well the new quentin tarantino movie came out recently and you've only seen one quentin tarantino movie Mm -hmm. and there's one in particular that is my all-time favorite one of my maybe my all-time favorite movie it's really really good movie and so i think we should watch that what movie is it inglorious bastards
0: all right is that the one with nazis yes all right i'm down <laughs> <laughs> the nazis aren't the protagonists right no okay just checking <laughs> <laughs> you never know with old quentin what's he up no, to no, no.
1: <laughs> but i think that's that's it for this episode thank you for listening we'll catch you next time and good night So it's not <laughs> now and later, the 2009 unrated drama, Angela, an illegal immigrant living in Los Angeles, stumbles across Bill, a disgraced banker on the run through sex conversation raging from politics to philosophy and other worldly pleasures. Angela introduces Bill to another worldview. That's not the movie we're watching.
0: No. When you were first reading that, I thought the way you read it made it sound like otherworldly pleasures. Like some sort of extraterrestrial pleasures, not otherworldly pleasures. And I was very interested. But <laughs> when it's otherworldly pleasures, not as interesting. Not interested. as interesting.
1: Uh, I don't see it. What's it called? Now and and a and then. D, now yeah. and then oh my bad
0: were you saying now and later like the candy
1: yes baby
0: j <laughs> rookie mistake